Welcome to this day in history class from HowStuffWorks.com and from the desk of Stuff You Missed in History Class. It's the show where we explore the past one day at a time with a quick look at what happened today in history. Hello and welcome to the podcast. I'm Tracy V. Wilson and it's August 20th. On this day in 1619, a ship called the White Lion arrived in Virginia. The crew of the ship came ashore with about 20 Africans. They traded these Africans for food and for some repairs. The Africans were then taken to Jamestown and sold. And so this is commonly cited as the first appearance of enslaved Africans in what would become the United States or the first slave ship in what would become the United States. There's a little murkiness About this, though, Virginia didn't yet have any kind of laws condoning or governing slavery. So the legal status of these people is a little bit unclear. And we don't really know whether they were enslaved for life or whether it was treated more like the indentured servitude that was more common at the time. Also, the transatlantic slave trade had been established back in the late 1400s, and it initially ran alongside Spanish and Portuguese colonization of the Americas, Just as one example, a Spanish expedition arrived in what's now South Carolina, hoping to establish an outpost there in 1526. They had enslaved Africans with them. In November of that year, those enslaved Africans launched an uprising that was so successful that Spain ultimately abandoned the entire attempt. At least half a million Africans had already been enslaved and brought to the Americas by 1619. Not all of that in North America, But none of that was in an English colony. The people who were aboard the White Lion had been part of these Portuguese efforts in the Americas. They were probably captured by the Portuguese in the Portuguese colony of Angola in West Central Africa between 1618 and 1619. Thousands of people were captured during this Portuguese campaign, enough to fill six slave ships. Unlike on most other slave ships that we talk about in the transatlantic slave trade, these people were probably all from about the same place. They probably all were from the same ethnic group. They probably all spoke the same language. One of these ships was bound for Mexico when it was raided by the White Lion and one other English ship that was called the Treasurer. The captain of the Portuguese ship wrote about it having been robbed by English corsairs. The treasurer also came away with enslaved Africans and arrived in Virginia with them and did much the same thing that the White Lion had done four days earlier. For a long time, these people were believed to have arrived in Virginia on a Dutch warship that had come from the Caribbean, and that's because John Rolfe described it that way when he wrote up an account of what happened. The real story wasn't uncovered until 2006. So using 1619 as a milestone in the history of slavery in the United States is a little deceptive. Yes, this may have been the first enslaved Africans in an English colony in what would become the United States, but there were already enslaved Africans in Spanish and Portuguese territory in what would become the United States long before that. It also shouldn't be taken as an overall example of what slavery was like in what would become the United States. Virginia, like I said, didn't have any laws governing the institution of slavery, so it's not clear whether these Africans were treated as enslaved for life or whether it was more of a temporary indenture. The first person we know who was documented to be enslaved for life was in 1640 in the what would be the United States. And the colony of Virginia recognized slavery by law in 1662. So it was almost 50 years after the White Lion by the time there was actually a law in Virginia 
detailing how slavery would work. Over time, the institution of slavery evolved so that not only was it lifelong, it was also hereditary, and it was also tied to a person's race. Thanks to Christopher Hosiotis for his research work on today's episode and to Tari Harrison for her audio work on all of these episodes. You can subscribe to the Stay in History class on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, and wherever else you get your podcasts. And you can tune in tomorrow for a revolution that established a whole new nation, which had its own ramifications in other parts of the world. 